the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. on the dot. It is Tuesday, January 8th, 2024. I'm Dave Congleton, welcoming you to another edition of Hometown Radio. Hope you're well. Thanks for hanging out with us. Craig and I are with you all the way till 7 o'clock on this broadcast. Later on this hour, Lisa Kai has written a brand new book called Pearls, the go-to guidebook for everything you need to know about parenting. At 4.05, Molly Clark checks in from Cal Poly Arts. We'll talk about some upcoming shows. Maybe she's in the mood to give away some free tickets. I'd stick around. Very special segment at 5.05. Dr. Renee Bravo, Dr. Steve Sainsbury, and Wendy DeGroote pay tribute and honor the memory of Sonny DeGroote. If you don't know that story, you really got to hang out with us today. Lance Parker at uh, 6.05. What's the economic consequences of fewer cars on the road in California? It is a Dave Congleton show, always your hometown radio talk show. First up, we turn the community spotlight on our friends at the California Rare Fruit Growers. We are in studio with Sherry Thompson and Dean Harrell. Dean also teaches at Cuesta College. Hi, folks. Nice to see you both. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Nice to be here. You say that now, Dean, so you get the first question. What exactly (laughs) constitutes a rare fruit? What makes a fruit rare? Well, the Rare Fruit Growers is a really interesting group. They have chapters throughout California, and rare fruits are just unusual um, fruits and even nuts, possibly, that you can't buy in a typical grocery store. Examples? Uh, Some examples might be uh, cherimoya, sapote, um, passion fruit, and there's there's others as well. And why are they rare? They're rare because uh, they have certain characteristics typically that don't make them amenable to a uh, production chain where you could pick them and keep them in some sort of condition and as a post-harvest life and get them to market. Also, too, they're, they're maybe unusual in flavor and not commonly... Um, Light. Do you have a favorite one? Um, I'm, you know, I've never lived in a place where I could grow a lot of the rare fruits because I've typically lived in colder areas like Paso Robles. Um, I've tried different ones. I I like passion fruit. I had that some years ago when I worked in Australia. Note to Dean: When you come next year, bring bring some fruit. <laughs> okay, let's yeah. try some. Okay, I'd like to taste a rare fruit. Sherry, how'd you get involved in this? What what makes you a, a rare fruit grower? I'm a rare fruit grower member, and I got involved because I was really interested in learning how to graft. It's how I I um, actually had gone to Farm Supply, and they recommended I t- attend a meeting. So I attended. The very first meeting was 11 years ago. It was a February uh, Scion Exchange and Grafting Clinic. So I learned how to graft there, and I became a five year member immediately because I just 
uh, loved the meeting, and I learned so much. You sound serious about yeah, this. Yeah, and I, I am. <laughs> and I have, like I said, I have 84 trees in my orchard. Probably about two-thirds of them are I have grafted myself uh, with the knowledge I've gained from rare fruit growers. Is it harder to grow rare fruit than traditional fruit? Uh, sometimes it is, and, uh, and a lot of it I can't grow in my area. I live in Creston. Um, but the rare fruit growers um, love to share their, um, so those who can grow bring it to meetings, and we get to taste it and eat it, so that's fun, too. If you come back next year, bring some fruit. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you're going to make me hungry. I'm going to be listening to this and like, I wonder what this stuff tastes like. So next year, let's have some fruit. We will try. Um, what's the website for the group? Yes, the website is um, www.crfg-central.org. Let me repeat that, please. www.crfg-central.org. Dean, big meeting coming up. What's happening on Saturday? Uh, Saturday on the Cal Poly campus at the Crops Unit, we're having a pruning meeting, and and Dr. Gardner, who's a an excellent pomologist. I'm uh, sorry, what is that? Uh, pomologist is someone that works with fruits and nuts. Okay. And so she should be a fruitologist. <laughs> well, at Cal Poly they call it fruit science. At Davis they called it pomology. But okay. um, we'll, we'll go with that. Barring barring that, but. But anyway, it's a pruning meeting, so Dr. Garner is going to speak about uh, basic cuts and techniques used in pruning, and she will specifically address then the pruning of citrus and avocado trees. All right, let's back up. What time is this again, please, on Saturday? Uh, this meeting is at 1 o'clock, starts okay. at 1 o'clock on Saturday. Free? It's a free meeting, that o- is correct. Open to the public. Open to the public. And crop science, give me some directions here. How do I find crop sciences? Easy way to fo- uh, find crop sciences, just come off Highway 1, like you're going to Morro Bay, turn right on Highland Drive, and at the corner of Highland Drive and Bishop Road is the crops unit. That is before you go under the overpass yeah. into you, the campus. You're going to have some signs? Uh, yes, we will okay. have some signs, most what, definitely. Sherry, why do I need a workshop to know how to prune? Don't I just go prune? So it's very important to prune your trees properly if you want uh, fruit. And uh, that's what my first pruning clinic with with rare fruit growers was terrific. Um, My trees looked really bad, and I didn't know what to do with them. I actually even took pictures of them. And I went to the meeting, and they not only give us talk, they give a demonstration, and then you go to the orchard. Rare fruit growers has their own orchard, demonstration orchard. And you get to prune under the supervision of people who are... um, really know what they're doing and so i learned how to prune through the rare fruit growers so give us a sense of how your technique changed as a result well my trees were tall and big and overgrown and and so i didn't even know where to begin and so i had a after i left the meeting i had a nice plan on reducing the height of them and reducing the depth of them and opening up the center not all the way but slightly to let sun and air onto the inside and it took about maybe three or four years and I got my trees under control. But I go to the pruning clinic every single year because every single year I learn something more. And what do you think of this guest speaker? I think he's terrific. Um, I had taken a class from him at Cuesta. I think he's the best teacher I ever had. And as far as when he has done um, talks on how to prune or anything else, I've always learned a great deal from Dean. That's high high praise. (laughs) Yeah, thank you, Sherry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I'm also curious about the doctor who's speaking. Dr. Garner. Dr. Garner. What do you think of Dr. Garner? Yeah. You, Sherry. 
Oh, Dr. Dr. Garner's amazing. She has a lot of experience. Uh, she delivers her information in a very accessible way and um, definitely addresses the audience uh, well. Uh, she covers just the really important basic things and doesn't overwhelm the audience. So I think that's a real value to someone coming into their first time pruning talk. What do I need to bring on Saturday? Do I need to bring any tools? I can cover that. Um, yes, if you come on Saturday, you would need to bring pruning tools, gloves, sturdy shoes. Um, they'll have solution there where you'll be required to sterilize your pruning tools before you start um, cutting on the trees just to prevent any kind of contamination. So this is serious stuff. It is serious. I mean, mm -hmm. you're just not going to get a little talk. You're going to get the talk, and then you're going to walk the walk. Exactly. So let's uh, take a short break. We will come back and chat more with our friends from California Rare Fruit Growers. I'm Dave Congleton. This is AM 920 FM 96.5 News Talk KVEC. Tomorrow on Hometown Radio, uh, Steve Brody is coming down from Cambria to talk about a uh, movie that was filmed up there recently. Also, uh, commercial realtor Mark Burns explains why there's so many empty storefronts in downtown San Luis Obispo. Also, Michelle Doster checks in. It is a Dave Congleton show, always your hometown radio talk show. Author Lisa Guy joins us after news at the bottom of the hour as we're back with Sherry Thompson and Dean Harrell from the California Rare Fruit Growers. Dean also teaches at Cuesta. While you have the microphone, Dean, why don't you put a plug in for some of the classes you offer? Uh, thank you, Dave. Yes. Um, so we have uh, horticultural classes that we teach on the North County campus in Paso Robles. And we teach a viticulture class, soil science, plant propagation, plant science, and other agricultural classes. These, these classes are a hands-on learning. We talk about the concepts behind the, the cultural practice or the or the physiology of the plant, and then we have a lab to go ahead and put that into practice. Um, one thing that at the campus is the California Rare Fruit Growers have a group that go around to different schools and teach grafting to high school students and other students, and they came to Cuesta College and actually taught our students how to graft apple trees. For the layperson, we should, Sherry, let me start with you. How do you explain grafting? So grafting is when you take a scion. A scion is simply a cutting, a dormant cutting off of a fruit tree, and you graft that onto a rootstock or another branch of a similar, like an apple to an apple. Pretty straightforward stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not exactly easy to do, though. Why? What's, it, what's so challenging it's just, about it? Um, you have to make sure you get your grafts exactly um, right, or they don't take... And then you lose your scion. That must be frustrating. So it takes a lot of it took a lot of practice, you know. The, at the um, in February, the rare fruit growers will have a scion exchange and a grafting clinic, and they sell rootstock there, which is very inexpensive. And so it makes it real easy to just. I usually buy a ton of rootstock, probably twenty, thirty rootstocks, and just get my scions at the rare fruit growers and have fun. Hmm. How far along do I have to be? to be a member of this group? I mean, if I just have a passing interest? If you have any interest at all in, in just learning about growing plants or growing crops, uh, growing fruit, uh, it's a great place. Uh, people are really helpful. They offer their advice freely. Um, 
and really work together. It's a very cooperative environment, and we have people that are quite old, and we have people that are quite young. So it's it has a wide age range and a wide appeal to different age groups. That kind of preempts my next question. I was going to ask you if whether or not younger people are getting involved in this. Uh, we have a family that comes that bring their children who are very engaged in the meeting, and their children are young. I'm not exactly sure how old they are, but maybe maybe 10, 13 years old. And they are very engrossed in the meeting and very into plants. And there's always people giving away, like I said, they'll bring fruit to eat and plant maybe some seedlings to give away. So it's it's pretty fun at the meeting. Is any of this rare fruit in, in danger of becoming too rare? They're looking at each other. I've stumped them. I've stumped them. I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I, yeah, that's a good question. I, do, I don't believe so at this point, Dave. I, I, I don't think it's that rare. Then why make the distinction? Why can't we just have California fruit? Why do, what, what, what do you get from that distinction of rare fruit? I personally think that the members of the group really enjoy growing fruit that you can't buy in a grocery store. Um, and I just saw some more example. Jujubes are one of them. And... Um, just different fruits. Now, Dean's favorite is passion fruit. What's yours? Um, I really like dragon fruit and uh, dragon fruit. pawpaw. Some of the members grow pawpaws, which are I never even knew what a pawpaw was or even had a taste of one until somebody brought some fruit to a meeting. I have no idea what it is. What's a pawpaw? Well, I don't exactly know what they look like because they brought them all cut up, but they oh. were really <laughs> delicious. <Yeah. laughs> I think they're kind of big. I would envision them kind of bigger. I, I'm not really sure, but they were. it's an example of one of the rare fruit. That members grow very successfully. Yeah, do you know anything about the pawpaw? I, I don't particularly. I know there's an American pawpaw that people grow back east, but um, I've never I've never lived in a, lived in a place where we could grow a lot of the fruits that are considered rare. Um, the, what, what kind of climate do you need for rare fruit? Uh, typically, the climate that has uh, is relatively frost-free, something like uh, from San Luis Obispo south uh, north of the grade. It's definitely much more challenging where you have frost. The normal low temperature in Paso Robles each year is between 15 and 20 degrees. Hmm. All right, uh, Sherry, for folks just tuning in, let's remind them, please, what's happening on Saturday. Yes, on Saturday the 13th, um, this coming Saturday, we are having a pruning lesson and demonstration. It's about 45 minutes in the classroom, and then the remainder of time will be in the demonstration orchard. Um, the meeting is from 1 o'clock to 3.30. It's free to attend. And if you do come and you do want to have some hands-on experience, bring your gloves, pruning tools, and wear sturdy shoes. The uh, demonstration orchard is just a short walk from where the, uh, from where the talk will be. And the weather is going to be... Okay. Perfect. It's going to be okay? What, what's the weather calling for? I think the weather's going to be very nice enough to do this on Saturday. Right. And then the next meeting is going to be when? The grafting one. Yeah, the grafting meeting is on Saturday, February 17th. And that, again, it starts at 1 o'clock to 3.30. Um, there will be scions available for free. And there will be many people doing uh, demonstrations on how to graft. There will be rootstock for sale. And there will be grafting tools for sale, grafting wax and different things that you might want for sale. You're and, all set. You got everything. Yeah. And I did want to add that any profit that the rare fruit grower, growers makes off sales of items goes directly to um, scholarships for ag agriculture students at Cal Poly. Yeah, well, that's a great idea. But, Dean, you were talking about your classes that you offer through Cuesta. Are those community ed classes or you have to be a full-time student to take these classes? 
Um, you can you can take a class. It's it is the regular seventeen uh, week semester. It starts next week on Tuesday the sixteenth, and I've had students um, from fourteen to seventy five take my classes, and um, you can take them pass not pass if that's your preference. What did you do before you went to Cuesta? Before I went to Cuesta, I was a farm manager. Um, I have 27 harvests as a vineyard manager in different uh, counties, Lake County, Mendocino County, uh, in New Mexico, and here in California as well. And so um, I also work for the University of California doing field research, field trials, to test out different cultural methods and different types of uh, herbicides as well. Hmm. That's an interesting career path. How did you get started on that? Well, uh, I started actually at 10 years old. I had a big, giant garden in my house, and um, I thought it was normal that kids had big gardens. Um, but anyway, I always loved to grow things. I ended up going to a community college for two years at Diablo Valley, yeah. transferred to Davis, and uh, once I hit plant classes, it was pure heaven. What were you growing at 10 years old? Oh, I, I grew vegetables. I, I had tomato plants that I was harvesting 60 pounds of tomatoes off one plant. Um, <laughs> I, could do it, I could do it with uh, fish, fish fertilizer and good water. Wow. <laughs> this guy's handy. No wonder you think he's such a great teacher. I do. Yeah. What was your What was your story, Sherry? How did you first get involved in all this? So just I, in growing. I just love to um, be out in my garden and grow things. I've always enjoyed that. Um, and... So I spent a lot of time at the nurseries, which is how I got, got in contact with rare fruit growers, and that was right down my alley. And I love all the things that they do, and they have uh, really interesting meetings. I like um, going to their meetings and learning everything that I can learn. All right. Uh, Sherry, one last time on the website, please. Yes. The website mm -hmm. is www.crfg-central.org. All right. For people who can go to the website to find out more information. Uh, Dean, we're at the one-minute mark. One last time, please, about Saturday. Yes, yeah, so, so Saturday, 1 o'clock at the Crops Unit at Cal Poly at the corner of Highlands Drive and Bishop Road. Uh, be happy to see you there. Uh, learn, learn some pruning techniques and then head out to the orchard uh, to practice those techniques. Bring your tools. Be prepared to learn. Dr. Garner is teaching this workshop. Yes, that's correct. Dr. Garner, and she's an excellent pomologist, and she's full of all kinds of great information. And uh, like I say, she delivers the information in a very palatable way. All right. That always helps. I appreciate you coming in. Sherry, any final thoughts? Um, uh, just I would love to see you at the meeting on, on, on Saturday. And I just know if you're looking to learn how to prune, you will learn something at this meeting. Cool. But no prunes are being served. No prunes. You'll, you'll Not learn that I how know to, of. You'll learn how to prune, but no there prunes were, are being served. Yeah. Dean, you get the last word. Um, yeah, just be great to see you out at the meeting. And if you have an interest, uh, look into Cuesta College Ag at the North County campus in Paso Robles um, and practice those skills. Um, practice, practice, practice. All right, folks, thank you. Thank, Off you. thank you, sir. News, traffic, weather. Lisa Guy is in the house. You're listening to Hometown Radio.
The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 0111911.